This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Bringing on Bill Scott now, the sports director for the Wisconsin Radio Network. Bill, how you been, buddy? Great, Bill. How are you? I'm good. We're going to have a football season? Um, yeah, I think we're going to have a football season, but I'm not totally convinced that there might not be some rough spots uh, during that football season the way we're headed right now so um with what the you and i have not spoken since the packers have made their draft and since things have we've had zoom conference calls and different members have talked to the media players coaches and such give me your assessment of how this offseason has gone for the packers well, it's uh, it, you know certainly like every other team in the league with uh, with COVID and everybody shut down and and uh, having to do your uh, you know do your meetings with players and 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 that kind of thing uh, from a virtual standpoint, it's really tough to gauge how the Packers did or anybody else did. They'll sit there and tell you how you know how well things have gone and and how the meetings have gone and and, and everything's great with the players, but you know every team's going to tell you that. So you, you you really don't know how it's um, stepped on how, how everything is going to go until the, the players step on the practice field and, and they eventually start playing games. Um, you know, after the draft, I mean, it's uh, you know, it, it, it's kind of an incomplete. You really, you, you know, you just really don't know because all of these these players are losing the opportunity to get on the field, go through stuff, get the offense down pat, and be able to run through it um, live instead of just trying to. Uh, put it together in your head because I'm not not sure how all of these guys are going to do when they step on the field it's going to be a, a you know a, quite a learning curve in a very short period of time and I think it'll be interesting to see what teams I, mean, I I think we'll find out a little bit more about off-season virtual programs from team to team based on how well rookie classes contribute and when they contribute um, it might not be until well into the you know third way through the season before we start to even see some sort of an impact from some of these rookie players. Do you think that uh, the consensus seems to be that Rodgers is going to come in with some big chip on his shoulder and things are going to just you know materialize? I, I look, Aaron Rodgers comes in every year ready to play. I don't ever put that past him. Does this year change things a little bit? Maybe uh, to a certain extent, but I'm not. I don't think that Aaron's coming in angry and wanting to prove stuff. I think he he just uses whatever motivation he can possibly find to make him a better quarterback. Don't I you? Would, I would agree 100. percent I I I think the I'm sure Aaron Rodgers was disappointed that the Packers didn't go out and get him or the team in general more help. Um, and and certainly with that big deep wide receiver class it's shocking to to all of us that the packers didn't find a way to take one um 
But having said that, uh, Rodgers is, is still going to come in and, and, uh, and do what he does. I, I, you know, I, I think, um, you know, I, I was listening to a little bit of the show earlier, and, and you were talking about the Facebook stuff with, uh, you know, where LaFleur ranks, should he be a top-ten guy and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I, I'll say I, I, it's probably a little early to be talking about LaFleur, top-ten, all that kind of stuff. However, um, I think LaFleur really, in his first season, uh, had a great handle on the team and had a great handle um, with Aaron Rodgers. You could tell that there had been a lot of discussion between he and Rodgers going even in, going into training camp a year ago. Uh, I think Rodgers was a guy that um, had total respect for what Lafleur was all about and what he wanted to do. And while Lafleur wanted to make sure that Rodgers had input, he also wanted to make sure that Rodgers knew who the boss was. And that uh, he wasn't going to let the quarterback walk all over him. I thought, um, uh, you know, Mike McCarthy at at some point late in the game that that the message to Aaron Rodgers um, it was started to fall on deaf ears, and that didn't make make Mike a bad coach. Mike was a great coach. He is a great coach. Um, but after 12 years in an organization, sometimes uh, with you know with with the same quarterback and the same leader there, sometimes it just isn't the same. And um, you know, I'll go back to. One of the things that made the Packers, even though they had a little bit easier schedule last year, one of the things that made them so successful, in, in my opinion, in fact, probably the number one reason why they went 13-3 and three is because they didn't have any, any injuries of any significance. Um, you know, Devontae Adams was down for three or four games, but that was it. Uh, that was, uh, you know, maybe the healthiest team in the league last year, and normally they had struggled with injuries. And I don't know if there's a correlation to the fact that you go back into training camp and and uh, in the season and Lafleur cut cut back on practice times and got his guys off the field and did a, uh, in my opinion, a great job of shortening things up, um, keeping the veterans fresh, the guys that he was going to count on in the trenches each and every Sunday. Uh, there was less time on on their feet, um, doing a, being much more cognizant of of making sure that they were ready to go each and every Sunday, and if that meant cutting down um, the amount of uh, padded work even during the week, even even though it's already trimmed considerably, I I, I think Lafleur had a great handle on that, and I think that's one of the thing one of the reasons why um, this football team a year ago really bought into what he was selling. Um, we're talking with, by, by the way, Bill Scott, uh, the sports director for the Wisconsin Radio Network. Uh, I like uh, going into the second year of this offense, uh, the fact that they did add some versatility and they you know, obviously have Aaron Jones to consider, Corey Lindsley to consider, David Bakhtiari to consider. Uh, I'm not going to say that they're going to be as healthy as they were last year because it was almost something that we're not even used to seeing as right. far as health goes. Right. But the fact that they have many things that they can do even though they don't have those wideouts that we would have liked them to have gotten, you believe you have some speed. You believe you have Devontae Adams. You believe you're going to have an upgrade, uh, at least guys that are going to progress at the tight end position. But now you've got different backs out of the backfield. This is really looking like the Matt LaFleur offense where they want to run the ball, but I, I can anticipate a lot of Shanahan motion, a lot of things in misdirection, and Aaron Rodgers still has his legs, so you may see Aaron moving a little bit more. This may be the more the more fun-to-watch offense than we've seen in years. Well, I, I would agree. I, I, I think, you know, I, I, I do believe that you will see some improvements from what they have at wide receiver. You know, we'll see what Devin Funchess brings to the table. Um, 
uh, you know, I think Alan Lassard uh, was a pleasant surprise last year for him, and I think he's going to be better. Um, you know, MVS, you know, they're they're going to count on him to improve, and a lot of people have him tossed down, you know, uh, down the road already. And but they're going to need him. Uh, Equinamius uh, St. Brown, a guy that didn't play last year, you know, they're I mean, you know, they're going to expect these guys to come in and um, be better. And, and and give that wide receiver position a boost. I mean, that's what they're expecting. They that's why they didn't draft anybody. That's why they didn't, other than Funches, why they didn't really go and restock that wide receiver position because they really believe that the guys they have can can take a step up. Now, I don't know that they think that these guys are going to be great wide receivers, but I think they feel that they can make progress in in, in terms of every one of them across the board just being a little better than what they were a year ago. You know, I I mean, am I buying into that? I don't know. I'm just telling you what they're thinking, and and what they're uh, you know what they're going to be counting on this year. Um, you know, uh, Aaron Jones had a great year last year. Can he stay healthy? I mean, I, I think we all know what he's capable of, and that that he's been capable of that type of year uh, a year ago. But he hasn't been able to stay healthy. Can he do that again? I mean, there's obviously so many variables to uh, to an improved offense. But Aaron Rodgers statistically didn't have a, a great year last year, and, and the offense, I think it was, you know, they were in the lower half, uh, 18th, I think, in, in yards, and they were right in the middle of the road in points. I mean, there, there's a lot of room for improvement, uh, and it's and it's going to just have to come from within. Do you buy into the narrative that it was just gap assignments and guys just weren't ready defensively when it came to the NFC Championship game and defending the run? Um, no, I don't buy into that. I think, um, well, there's probably some truth to it, and, uh, and, and, and that might be a part of the problem, but I also think that, uh, I mean, you know what? I, I love Dean Laurie. The guy is a class act. You know, he's, the kind of, he's a soundbite right. machine. When we go talk, I mean, you know, guys like that, you know, reporters love him because you can always go. They're never going to say no. They'll sit and talk to you, and, and, they'll, and, and you know, you can get the story. But... I mean, they signed him to a, and this is in when you know when McCarthy was there. But you know, they signed him to a four-year contract extension, uh, giving him starters money. And I think he's a backup player. You know, Dean Lowry shouldn't be counted on to be a top two or top three defensive tackle on a team. He should be the fourth guy, you know, the third or fourth instead of the first or second. You know, and and I, I, I think that's you know part of the problem is that. Um, you know they they have not been able to uh, give Kenny Clark help on the inside, the kind of help that that they need. And a couple of guys they've drafted have not performed up to. Um, and Travis Adams has has been a disappointment. And um, in my opinion, they just la- they just lack talent in that interior line. Uh, besides Kenny Clark, and he's one of the best in the league. But after that, they just don't have enough help around them. And and I think that's the problem. It's it's. It might be. I mean, maybe guys aren't hitting gaps, but I'm not sure if 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 these guys hit the right gaps, uh, it, if it's going to mean a, a ton of difference anyway. And, you know, well, maybe we'll find out. Maybe if there's more gap discipline, maybe they'll be better. Can't get any worse. Right. Um, the secondary. I, I think the secondary is as deep as it's been in a long time. But I don't know uh, if if they're going to be. I mean, again, Tremont Williams not back. There's some of that knowledge that we thought might come back. There's still the possibility that he could. But um, looking at this secondary, it's about as good as I can remember 
in a long time. Now, whether or not they're going to continue to excel or not, we'll have to wait and see. You would assume they would. But I, I really like the secondary of the Packers. If they can just get beefier up front, which they're not going to be able to do it this year, I agree with you. But I really like Darnell Savage Jr. came on last year. I still think Kevin King can be a, a tremendous cover guy. Same with Jair Alexander. I like where they're at. Adrian Amos, for being the, the, the free agent pickup, I, I don't want to say he's the weakest link, but he might be the weakest guy back there. And he's a veteran who's been there, done that. You know what I mean? Yeah, and you know, guys like Shannon Sullivan had a good year last year, and and uh, and will be back. And um, you know, I, I, I uh, you know, King is to me the wild card, and he's a guy that's you know going to be uh, his contract's going to be up at the end of the year. Um, you know, he probably was as healthy as he's been in his career. Uh, that's always been an issue for him. So can he can he stay healthy again? I I think when healthy, that's a pretty solid secondary back there. And Alexander, I. I love Alexander. I mean, he's not a big guy, but uh, he's got a hell of a lot of fight in him, and, uh, and and he battles, and and he's got the attitude that nobody, not a single receiver in the league, doesn't matter who it is, is going to beat him. You know, yeah. and I, I think he's got the mentality you got to have as a great corner, and I think he's a, I, I think he's really really good. Bill, good stuff as always, buddy. I appreciate it, and we will talk to you soon. Hopefully we're talking about sports on the field or on the court by the time we reconvene, okay? Absolutely. Love it, Bill. Appreciate it, pal. Talk to you soon. There you go. Bill Scott, sports director for the Wisconsin uh, Wisconsin Radio Network. Uh, he uh, joins us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. 80-plus years. They've been doing it. Call them 844-PRIDE. Go to schneiderjobs.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.